Hello, everyone, and thank you so very much for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. I am in a different location um, today, and as you can tell by the title, this is to um, reflect and kind of talk about more or less my mecation that I kind of didn't plan but kind of came together this week. Uh, I was actually going to do an entirely different vacation to get away um, and go visit a cousin of mine's in Georgia. During the pandemic, it's been really testy and trying to be at home and, um, you know, with everything going on, you have to be very, very careful. And I definitely urge everyone to be very careful, very safe. Um, I live in Florida where the numbers are starting to go up a lot more. Personally, I've been very cautious um, to the best of my abilities to stay home since March. And I'm not going to lie, I've gotten very antsy. And more recently, things have kind of taken a turn for the worst when it comes to my mental health. And specifically, um, lack of eating. So I can't really think about, you know, what to eat. I'm kind of just eating food just to be full, just to serve my body. A lot of those things comprise of, I mean, good things for you, like fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, smoothies, but not substantial things. Like I'm overeating rice 15 times, um, over potatoes, like just loss of appetite, really. Then there is the lack of sleeping, um, just really, really just bubbling up to, you know, different things that are going on. My mind tends to race a lot at night, and that's when I kind of do the most thinking throughout the day. And it's kind of crazy because I become anxious, um, you know, fearful. These are when the negative thoughts kind of flow through you. Uh, I actually like to sleep in the like darkness, complete darkness, which doesn't necessarily help with certain thoughts. Um, it helps put me to sleep because I'm a light sleeper. So I usually sleep with no noise, no light whatsoever. And that's the best way for me to get my sleep. And I thoroughly enjoy sleep. So I want you guys to know I'm really not trying to avoid sleep. I'm really not trying to not enjoy sleeping. It's just that for some reason, the past couple of months has been, oh, not sorry, I take that back, not past couple of months, the past couple of weeks, I would say the last two weeks, it's been really challenging to fall asleep, stay asleep, have quality sleep, enjoy my sleep. It's just been really, really upsetting because when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I know I didn't sleep good. I know I don't feel great. Um, you know, lack of having a great thought process. So very groggy, um, fatigued, you know, unmotivated, not all there. So classic signs of what could be depression, what could be a mental breakdown, what could be a plethora of other things. Um, you know, and I've been doing things, self-care to, you know, kind of work against the things that are, have been happening in my life. So thinking positive thoughts, burning my sage, having a bubble bath, um, exercising, watching uplifting good videos, um, music, things of that nature, dancing, falling in love with myself, all while it's still, like I'm still spiraling. I'm still spiraling. I'm still not able to catch myself. And I got really scared because here I am in this place where I'm out of control. I can't control the fact that I don't feel like myself and everything that I'm doing out of that, you know, checklist of multitude of things. I just can't seem to do. I can't seem to want to finish reading the book that 
is basically going to give me the inspiration I need to continue the life coaching. I don't, I'm not in, inspired to write what my day was like on my calendar. I mean, it's so sparse. Usually like I have a monthly calendar and each square I put in what my day was like, what I did, highlights, just high points. And I could just fill it with stickers and comments and things like that. But I was really forced and I was really putting my effort into it and nothing was really coming up. So I made the decision once the plans for um, my trip got altered um, to do a mecation because I felt like ever since I've graduated, thank God I've graduated, um, I felt like, okay, I'm a person of goals. I'm very goal oriented. And I was like, what's your next goal? What are you going to do? What's different? What's going to inspire you? What are you going to be after? You know, I tried to really let it sink in. Like you did that. You got your undergraduate and your master's degree all by yourself. You never got any help, anyone to do your work for you. You know, you, you stuck it through no matter what you were feeling, no matter what you were going through. Um, you made it happen. You're done with school. You deserve, you know, some sort of acknowledgement and pat on your back. And I did a great little celebratory thing with my, um, my, my tribe and, that was great and it was really fun and nice and I had a good time. But even in that moment, oh, someone's car alarm is going off. Um, even in that moment, I still didn't feel, I was fatigued. I was fatigued. I was, life was putting me through the ringer and I was like, I'm here, but I'm not really here. Um, there were just so many different things going on that I was kind of, I felt in some ways, um, overextending myself and just overdoing it. And I don't know if it was to overcompensate the fact that this void was now going to be in my life when it came to school and the pressures of having to pay back, you know, my loans and the pandemic that everything that's going on, it's just a lot. It's a lot going on. And I try to be as transparent with you guys as possible. You know, my relationship has taken a toll. Just everything in my life has really, really felt like a downward spiral because I wasn't able to grab everything. I wasn't able to hold on to everything. I was holding on and in some ways still holding on to a lot of things, but I didn't really have something for myself that I could feel like grounded me, that put me back together, that breathed life into me so I could breathe life into all the things that I'm surrounded by or invested in or connected with. And as much as my faith will carry me through thick and thin, I couldn't get myself up to believe in, you know, this path that I'm in. Um, I couldn't get myself together to see just where I needed to be, what I needed to be doing, what I would need to be feeling. You know, I tried to have balance. I took walks. I, you know, I tried to enjoy nature and none of those things, it was, it wasn't doing, doing anything for me. It was just there, but it was like unfamiliar in, in certain ways and it just didn't, had that same like snap that I needed. So I knew I had to do something out of the box, almost on a different level, something that's completely outside of myself to wake myself up because I really, really felt like, okay, I'm kind of like going down this path where it can get really dangerous from here. So you're going to have to wake up. So with that being said, I then proceeded to do this mecation. And it kind of was like an idea that popped into my head where I was like, I need to get away. I need to get away from everything. 
And I did it, meaning I booked it, because it was just a straight like feeling of like, go, 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 go. You have this small window of doing it before you, you imposter syndrome kicks in. And you're like, you don't deserve it. You shouldn't spend that money on yourself. What are you thinking? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, here we go, here we go. And I was like, book it, just do it, just do it, just do it, just do it. So I did it. Not too long after that, I felt like, oh shit, what did I do? Did I pick the right place? Should I have gone somewhere else? Should I, did I spend too much money? Did like, why would I do that right now? There's a pandemic. Oh my gosh, you're going by yourself. Who do you think you are? So many things could happen to you. You know, what are you going to do? God forbid something happens to you way over there. Like, what are you, how are you going to get through this? Like, what are you thinking? Um, you know, people around me were kind of like, whoa, okay. I, I guess, you know, um, I've been kind of bold, <laughs> you know, in the past, I've been kind of the bold one in my family and in a sense. And, you know, so I'm not necessarily, you know, afraid of taking chances. I do take them every now and then, but this definitely was something that I almost didn't see my happening at all by myself, like not by myself. I'm a person, especially when it comes to travel, I love to share the experience with others. I love to have some sort of like mutual vibe going where we're both interested in experiencing this thing. And so as the days got closer, God kept affirming to me that, yes, you need to go. Yes, you need to go. So that was never doubted. More of what was doubted was being alone. Should I bring someone else? Should I invite someone else? Should I really, really do this by myself? Do I, What am I going to do? Um, how am I going to handle everything? And it, it, it came into the spiral of like, it wasn't that bad. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't anxious or anything like that, but I had a backup plan. I was like, I'm going to invite my girl and we're just going to make this, we're going to rock this out. Like it's going to be last minute, but we're going to rock this out. And, um, this was like, maybe I want to say right now I'm recording this and this is on a Saturday. I booked the place the day before. So there, no, I booked it Thursday for Friday. Um, so here we are on Saturday, that Thursday morning. I think that's when I had that mental, like, Oh shit, what did you do? And so I had been venting to my sister and to my tribe about just like things that I'm going through and things that I'm frustrated by and, you know, trying to just navigate things and feeling like, what the fuck is just, you just feel out of whack. Like I felt so out of whack. Like, what am I doing? Like, I know this is familiar. Like I know I'm at home. I know the people around me. I know my routine, but I just simply felt like I'm doing something wrong. Something's not what it should be. And I, it's me. It's not anybody else. It's me. And I'm screaming to myself, you know, kind of loud, especially in these interactions, my venting sessions of like, I need to go. I just need to go. I need to get out. I need to get away. I need to get away. But inside I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. What am I doing? What am I doing? Are you sure? Are you sure? Like, I'm really like freaking out here. So I'm talking to my girl and she's like, you know, fuck that. You deserve this. You deserve to do it. You've been doing too much for everybody else. You've been worried about everything else under the sun. You're not yourself. I see it. I know it. If you don't feel like doing shit, don't do shit. If you feel like doing it, then you do it, but don't feel obligated. Don't overstress yourself. Don't try to be perfectionist that you are. Don't try to, you know, be anything that you're not just, just be content with where you're at. You deserve go clear your head, 
be the best person of who you want to be. You deserve this. If anybody else in this world, you deserve this. And as she's talking to me, I'm still with this, what a lot would call like egotistical self, trying to just hold it together and say, you're right, positivity, let's go, girl power. Thank you so much. I'm just really trying to like, but no, if my house isn't clean, um, then I'm not going to feel like myself. And no, if I don't do my hair, then I'm not going to feel like myself. It's going to make me further away from who I want to be and what I want to do. And all while just trying to still hold it together in my mess, in my complete, utter mess. So she says something to me that just, I couldn't even, I couldn't speak back. Like it struck a chord, struck a chord. And it was one of my triggers. And she basically said, you know, you, you're always trying to hold it together. You're always trying to put it together. You don't want to let things fall. And I get that. I understand that, but you're not perfect. And if it falls, it's okay. It is fine. It can be picked back up. It may not look the same, but it'll be fine. It'll be okay. And as she said that, that's when the tears, that's when the snot nose, that's when I can't breathe and I'm doing, the, you know, life comes on and it was just evident to me that I needed that breakdown. You know, that knot in your throat happens and it's very hard to hold it in without releasing it. And that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And that's when the light bulb came off and it was like, okay, let's go. I got to go. I have to go. No matter what, I have to go. And, you know, whatever it takes for me mentally, I just got to do it. Um, and so that's really where we led to, you know, Friday. Well, Friday it comes up and I'm like, okay. Um, I was hit with some unfortunate news. My uncle has COVID-19 and has pneumonia and is currently in the hospital fighting for his life. And so it's put a, a damper on our, our, our family and so we're all trying to navigate that and um, the news of me potentially being exposed to it, not through him, but through my mom, of whom I saw earlier that week to go to an eye doctor visit, um, it put another sense of fear in me, like, oh my goodness, all this time I've been <laughs> sacrificing my freedom and really, really trying to be careful and I could get it from my mom, like unknowingly and she not knowing. I don't have any symptoms. I still don't have any symptoms, but that's not an excuse. That's not any way, shape or form to say, okay, it doesn't apply to me. I, I'm, you know, I'm free of having it. So that required then me altering my day to um, fit in a COVID test because I kind of already been, um, I've been anticipating wanting to take one just for my own, you know, just peace of mind. So my sister and I actually went ahead and took, well, excuse me, I took the antibody test, which detects if you've ever had COVID. And then we actually both were able to, um, we actually both were able to do a COVID test that day at our local CVS with an appointment. And it was a self swab because I've been hearing horror stories when it comes to the mutilation of your nose for this COVID test. That is something I was definitely not game with. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is going to kill me. But especially with a person who suffers from sinuses and allergies, like I don't want nothing up my nose. I don't want to go there. I have enough snot that I'm dealing with on a daily basis. Nobody has time for this. Like this is not it. So anywho, I was able to schedule that, did that. 
packed and, you know, in the midst of doing that, something in the back of my mind told me, okay, I'm not going to be able to do this alone. Like I need to, you know, reach out to someone else to be able to make that happen. I need to start looking at other people because I'm, I'm fearful at this point. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really going to do this. Like the neighborhood, I don't know what it looks like. I didn't Google maps it like I should have prior to, because it was such an impulse experience. So I reached out to someone and they were hesitant about it and kind of had other things that they were navigating in order to be able to come. And I knew I had to go. I was excited to go. I love being here. I love being in this environment. I love the location. It's only an hour and a half away from home and it feels like a whole new place. So I say this to say, you know, this, these are, this is now attempt two to basically create a, a, um, avoid a mication. Let's be honest. So I do that, put the, the feelers out, didn't really get the answer I was looking for. I end up forgetting like a couple things, went back to the house like two or three times before I even hit the road. So this was another thing, another way of me kind of like avoiding it in certain, in a, in a sense, because here I am trying to accommodate myself and get all the little, you know, um, comforts of home to be able to make this trip in, you know, perfect for a lack of better words. And, um, I hit the road and I'm on the road and I'm listening to music and I'm kind of just taking my way up there and I'm doing what I got to do, you know, staying, paying attention and just knowing, okay, here I go, here I go. I end up engaging in a conversation that helped, you know, with driving because driving sometimes can be challenging, you know, when you're not used to driving long distances. I personally love driving long distances. And I was reminded of that on this trip because I've driven to Georgia several times. I can't imagine. I can't tell you how many times, several times, but I felt like, you know, I haven't done it in so many, in so long. Oh, probably like over a year at this point. So I felt like, mm, you know, maybe I'll be like, eh, now is the time that I have to start flying because I'm not going to be able to drive anymore. Well, on my right up here, I recognize that, nope, I'm completely fine. And when that day comes, I'll be ready to ride out. So I went ahead and, you know, did that. And then, um, got up here, had a little trouble finding the place, which kind of made me panic a little bit. Let me backtrack. When I got up to the area, I decided to scope it out. So that's usually what I do when I get to a place that, you know, I'm renting an Airbnb, just kind of looking at the vicinity, going to the major roads. And I'm pretty good with my Northwest, East and South, you know, a lot of some, well, some of the state, you know, here in Florida runs like a grid and it's also where I'm located is not too far from home. So a lot of it has some some familiar, at least a familiar street. So I can use that as a guide to kind of know where I'm at, grab some food, you know, enjoy that and kind of plans. Okay. There's a Publix by where I'm going to be. So I can definitely swing by there before I enter the space so I can have my food kind of taken care of or snacks or whatever taken care of. Um, cause I did arrive early. So I kind of scope out the neighborhood, looked at the, my GPS driving around, realized, oh, I went to the wrong place. I must have typed it in the information incorrectly and it kind of detoured me into another area. Now, the first area that I saw, I was like, oh, this is cool. Okay, I can do this. Now, the second area, I was like, oh, man, this is a little bit of a trigger for me. It's about a C, C-plus area. 
it's not too far. It's like a block or two from other areas that I would prefer to be in. But, you know, that was my first impression of the space. And, you know, when you're traveling alone, you really, really want to be careful. I'm a very in tune, like alert person, very observational. I'm always looking around my surroundings. I'm always familiar with, you know, what are the exits? Um, what's the quickest way out of here? Who's here? Who's there? Who's looking? Who's not? I'm that girl. So, you know, I'm doing all of that. I get in and a big dead giveaway, at least for me, that just always has stuck with me is not to get, you know, put your, your a game on, like you put that, 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 um, poker face on because you don't want to give off that sense of not only fear, but just complete utter. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I'm over here faking it here. I'm making sure before I get out the car, I'm identifying how to get into the space because it's a key lock entry. Um, and I'm trying to make sure that I have all my things. What am I going to bring in all these different things? So I, I, before I actually get into the space, another backtrack, I noticed that there's a, you know, a area of like a park that has water and I'm like, Oh yes, I definitely have to check that place out. So I get into the space and as I'm getting in, I hear like noise on the other side. And if you've ever checked into an Airbnb, very similar to a hotel room, you know, no one else is supposed to be in the space. Okay. Like that's the whole point of your check-in being at 4 PM. No one should be in the space. So I get in the space and I'm kind of hearing ruffling and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like somebody's on the other side. They're probably going to kill me. Like automatically my mind goes to the shits. Okay. And I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, this is a bad idea. I'm already in this like negative mindset of like battling with myself. So lo and behold, they open the door and it's actually the cleaning lady and she's cleaning the space and prepping the space and she's running up behind. So I was like, Oh my goodness, to my relief. It's not like some weirdo you know, who just overstayed their stay and didn't leave when they were supposed to. And she was super nice. She had on a mask. So that was very, you know, ensuring. So I went and made sure to put on my mask and stuff like that. And, um, you know, start to settle my things in and she was super nice and, you know, apologized for being late and stuff like that. And that was completely fine with me. So that was my first kind of impression. As I got into the space, the space is exactly like the pictures, which definitely, um, released me because I have been in spaces that show pictures that look completely different than what you see when you get in. So that's a chance that you take, you know, the space has tons of upgrades and obviously attention to detail, which was very, very relieving to me. Um, I identified where I wanted to be and I started doing these little things to make sure, okay, check this is where you're going to stay. Check. This is the alarm system. Check. Just doing all these kind of safety and just prep things. So as the, um, the, the woman left, I then said to myself, okay, you can't stay in this house. Like, no, you're here, but you're not really here. So let's go ahead and mosey our way up out of here into that, um, that part that you saw. So I did that for about two hours and it was so transformative. Like it was so just breathtaking to be one with water. For me personally, water changes my mind. And as I started to arrive to my destination or just the area, a weight kind of lifted off my shoulders. Like I got excited when I saw that green sign on the turnpike and I was like, Oh my gosh, you're, you're, you're here. You're, you're, you're in the area. It's just like this area for me, the energy, it just, it just flips a switch for me. 
And that's what I was looking for when I was home and I couldn't find it. So to be by the water was another, like another layer that it completely helped me let go of so many things, emotions and feelings that I was harboring for so long. Because when I view it, it's hard to explain. It's transformative. It makes you feel like it's ever flowing. Like it has tons of things in there, but you would never know. You would never know because it doesn't miss a beat. It goes with the external, you know, the sunshine, it glitters. You know, it can get dark sometimes. It can get lighter sometimes. You can see the bottom of it. It just, it's transformative. It's always changing. It can be really, really rough and, and go with the wind or it can be subtle. And, and to me, it's nature. It's so, it just brings me life. And I missed it. I missed having access to a, something that completely is beyond me and is, is so mysterious yet so engaging. And I don't take it for granted that I'm, I have access to this. I don't take it for granted. And it's so hard to access it, especially now during COVID. You know, I wanted a place that I could reside in here, particularly where I could have access to a backyard. And being in a townhome, it gives you a little piece of outdoor, um, which is very, very helpful for me because I recognize more and more as I get older that the outdoors is a, is a great space for me to reset just to, to put myself together. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about like straight nature, raw nature. I'm talking about like manicured parks, <laughs> grasses cut, you know, trees are shaved and they look nice. They look put together. I'm not talking about complete woods. Like that right there is a, a fear for me. I'm probably going to die. I'm not that girl, but I do like the beauty of nature and, you know, in that, in that form, not to say there is no beauty in, you know, other types of nature, but in that form, it's just, it just gives me life. And I think I took it for granted, or I don't think I took it for granted. I think that I didn't recognize how important it is for me to connect with nature in some way at certain points of my life. So as I sat there on the bench, I did have a couple conversations with my family members because we've all been in contact with everything going on. But taking the time for myself, I noticed myself slowly start to drift off of my phone and pay attention to the environments around me, because that's also something to be mindful of. You know, for those of you who are home a lot of the times, like myself right now, you know, for me, my phone is another way to escape or a lifeline to work, to personal, to, you know, a little bit of everything, social, whatever you want to do. Um, and, you know, I had taking a break from social media and really trying to just address and understand what position, what role do I want to stand on social media? Do I want to be active? Do I want to be inactive and kind of just watch from a distance? Do you know, what, what do I want out of it? And, um, as more and more times, you know, goes on, I'm starting to just relearn social media again, because for my master's, you know, I, I did take the break and I completely cut myself off for, I think like a month or two, um, just to really be able to get that done. But the habit of having your phone going towards your phone, a part of me wanted to document this. I wanted to document myself in the moment. I wanted to document the moment in general. So that way I could relive those moments when I need them, because I may not always have them. So it was this tug and pull of 
make sure you, you know, get the right lighting, make sure you get the, the essence of what you're feeling in this photo or this video. Um, most of it was private. Um, I didn't share it, but it was something of like in my pocket to give me a little bit of, um, opportunity to re regain memory of that experience. But I really tried to take in the, the fresh breath, the smell of the sea, you know, the way that the water looked, those people on their boats, the buildings around me, the grass, the, just everything. I really tried to absorb it. The people, you know, people fishing that whole experience. I really, really tried to absorb it as much as I could because I knew it wasn't going to be forever, but it was such a special moment. Then led me to going, getting food for myself and kind of setting up my night and the rest of my day. And I knew being alone, I didn't want to be out late. I didn't want to be out at night because again, I don't know the area. Um, and I'm not really too keen on it. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I could, you know, set myself up where I didn't have to leave the house, you know, later on in the evening, just to be safe. All the while, I want you guys to know, I'm still plotting on having somebody come with me to this place. I'm like, okay, tomorrow's a new day. We can try again. So, um, I go ahead, set up my night, get my food. It literally, everything is falling into place. It's just completely feeling natural and what I'm supposed to be doing, where I'm supposed to be. And I feel so great. I have a little drink. I eat my food. You know, I catch up on some shows and I'm just so comfortable. I go take my shower. I saged the house before I went to sleep because I knew here comes the night. Here comes the time in which you feel the most vulnerable. I needed to ease my mind on that experience. And I knew I had to bring my sage with me because this is a symbol of clarity and neutralizing any kind of energies and just negative negativity that may exist in the home from people before, or even something that maybe I brought in that I'm not knowing of instantly. When I smelt that sage, my, I'm not even lying to you guys. My body just relaxed because I started to get a little tense because I knew I was going to have to go to sleep in a place that I wasn't familiar with. And it, I was by myself. So this like thing is replaying in so many different ways. And it's, and I'm not going to be lying with y'all. Like it's, it's still there. Um, so I go around the entire house, bathrooms, you name it, everything, the TV. I mean, when I sage, I sage, I'm saying good things. I'm thinking good thoughts. I'm praying for the home. I'm praying for myself. I sage myself. And then I leave the sage on in the room with me just until it dies out. And, you know, I get in the bed and I relax a little bit and I'm watching on my phone, you know, winding down and that sort of thing. So I noticed such a, a difference in how I approached it. Um, I tried to stay away more than ever from thoughts that didn't serve any purpose that were really pushing me in a direction that I, I was not going to be happy with. Um, thoughts that just completely put me in a place where I didn't want to be. You know, and it definitely alleviated the experiences that I had been feeling or the thoughts that I had been thinking of for the past, I don't know, two or three weeks. And it made such a difference for me, such a difference for me. Um, I went to sleep. I had a pretty good sleep. Unfortunately, I got hot at night, but, and I didn't bring my favorite pillow, but you know, I dug it out. I made the best out of it, but I definitely feel a lot better. Um, I kind of overslept a little bit, but that was okay. Got up, 
and knew, okay, I'm already thought of breakfast, you know, options. So got situated with that and went to go get breakfast. And I, then I was on my side journey of again, trying to get other people to join me. I felt like I needed to share this experience. I felt lonely. I felt out of place. And in, in some ways I still do. I still feel like I shouldn't be doing this alone. I should be with someone else. I should be sharing this. I, I would feel more comfort if I had someone else, but there's a reason. And this is something I haven't said yet. Maybe I'll wait to the end. So I, here I am on this mission of getting food and saying, guys, I can come get you guys. It's only an hour away. And you know, it's not that bad. And you, you know what you're missing. And you know, I'm getting this pushback, like no matter how much I'm asking or suggesting or pitching the idea, I'm still getting the, oh, no. And it's not because they don't want to. It's because their life journeys, their experiences, their, the place where they're at, at in their life isn't where I'm at. And another major piece is the fact that this experience is really for me. And the universe and them are telling me, you go, you enjoy it, you experience it. But the imposter or the, the fearful, the fear in me is telling me, I don't deserve this. What am I going to do? You know, fear consumes me in so many different ways and shows up in so many different ways that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is one too good to be true. I'm thinking about the financial impact this already has had on me. What am I going to do? Was it worth it? What am I going to get out of it? And I was also thinking just, you know, what, what is the point? Why, like, why even do this? Like, what does this even mean for me? Instead of focusing on the possibilities, opportunities, and just everything in general that can come of this. So something, I came home, I ate my breakfast and I was like, another day you need to get out the house. (laughs) You need to make use of the day because prior to this, um, looking at the weather, it did indicate it was going to rain all weekend. So I was in fear that, oh my gosh, I'm going to be stuck in the house. And that wasn't the plan. But once I recognized that, you know, the weather is not looking like that, I need to enhance my stay and take advantage of this. So I went ahead and ate, and then I went on up for a drive to go explore more familiar places that I was aware of, um, of the area and just kind of, you know, enjoy that experience with the beach. Oh man, what an uh, amazing ride that was of just seeing different parts of the area. Um, being a part of different parts. I stopped at the beach. I didn't get in the water. I wanted to, I wanted to stay so bad. I wanted to just be there so bad, but something told me that this wasn't the time and it wasn't, it wasn't necessary to force it. It wasn't necessary to put yourself in that predicament, especially with the scare of COVID and things like that. I'm still waiting for my results of if I'm currently, um, with COVID, but you know, I wanted to, wanted to be there. I wanted to touch the beach. I wanted to get in the water just for a swim really quick to really release all the energies. But something told me it's okay. This is as far as you can go right now. You know, it definitely makes me remember not to take, um, my other experiences for granted because it just, it's, it really, really does such a a great job on, resetting my mind and resetting my brain. And at that point, once I left to go on that, on that drive, I was like, you got to let it go. 
you got to let it go. You can't bring everyone with you. You know, sometimes things are just for you and you are enough. You are enough for the gift. You are enough for the experience. You are enough for the the whole journey. Um, and it's for you to be able to tell others about it. It's for you to be the leader in that, in that experience. And, um, so, you know, I went ahead and I enjoyed my time, you know, out and about and I, you just looking at the water, looking at the area and just really consuming myself with the environment and the energy that's there. And it's just, it's such a different world. It's such a different experience. And I couldn't help but be drawn to the architecture, the, you know, the way that things flow, the nature that I went through, just the water, the, the endless, you know, the way the beach looks so endless, like it, the water itself, it just, I don't know, something, it just does something for me, you know, just looking at the sea and just knowing that you can't even see the other side, like, where does it go? What, what does it mean? What, you know, what, what exists over there? It's just, to me, it was just, I was in awe. So I did all of that. Um, I knew I had food here, so I went ahead and came back and, you know, took different routes to get home so that way I could see other things around me, came back and sunbathed. Um, I had the backyard and I wanted to make use of it. Still a gorgeous day, sunbathed, listened to my music, you know, just was just there, had a drink and relaxed and, you know, really enjoyed that. Um, took a shower, wanted to take a nap, but they were cutting the grass. I'm just telling y'all my whole experience because as simple as it is, it's really like the best thing I've ever done for myself. Like literally, like hands down, top three best things I've ever done for myself. Um, so, you know, as I'm just kind of going through my day, I'm like, okay, well, the sun's kind of gone down now. I can go back outside and just enjoy being outside, having access because that's something I think I want to say I've taken for granted in the past because I definitely yearn to, you know, be back or have this experience again. Um, it just in different ways. And as I kind of like, I don't know, like had gotten older, this literally have been like one of my biggest to do's. Like, how can I get this piece of happiness for myself? So I specifically chose this place because this is a very similar type of environment I want to be in as far as the feng shui and the, the compromise of having a backyard and, you know, the living space and all that sort of stuff. So for me, it was very important for me to embrace this experience in every aspect. And as I sat outside, that's when things started flowing so much easier and I started feeling more into the space of where I needed to be or this is where I'm supposed to be all along. Even though I'm here alone, it's still a great story. It's still a great experience. It's still a great feeling. It doesn't, that's okay. I'm enough, you know, I am enough to do this, you know, and I, I read my book. I finished my book. I was out there just to read a chapter. I said, okay, I'll read a chapter because I have like three or four chapters left. I read a chapter and then I'll do a little bit of my crossword puzzle and I'll come inside. Like in my mind, I had made this whole thing up. And as I was reading it, I just kept wanting more. And I kept feeling like, this is now, this is now, this is what I need to be doing now. Read the whole entire book, felt really great about that. It inspired me to write 
some really great tidbits about how, you know, I want to conduct my life coaching, the things that I want to get done. Um, then I did a crossword puzzle and a lot of bugs were starting to bite me and I came back inside, (laughs) um, you know, and here I am. And I was like, I got to record an episode because I feel like this is the opportune time to do that. I'm in the midst, in the middle, more or less of my trip. And I'm at at what I can see to be maybe part of my climax. And I want to share that with you guys. I want you guys to see that I'm not familiar with too many people doing such a thing, such as taking a medication. And so, you know, doing this created a lot. There was a lot of fear. There still is a lot of fear. Here it is. It's getting dark now. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put on the alarm again. All the doors are already locked, but, you know, I'm going to create all the different um, safety precautions, do all this, the safety precautions necessary just to ensure that I'm safe. But, you know, there still is a little bit of fear. I'm not going to lie to you guys. But at the same time, it's been so it's been so telling of my personality type, the things that I concern myself with, the things that I get frustrated by, the times that I take for granted, the things that I need to continue to do or start to do more of to reshift the way I deal with things. This is definitely not a, okay, it's going to fix everything um, experience, but it's definitely a really great stepping stone to, okay, you can get through this. Whatever it may be, you can get through it. You can bear the pain. You can enjoy the joy. You can really, really, really make the best out of everything. So don't overthink this. Don't frustrate yourself. Don't overcompensate. It's okay. And so, you know, I'm in a place of just complete gratitude right now, to be honest with you guys, because this was a huge thing for me. It still is a huge thing for me. I'm still not done on this journey and I plan on enjoying myself tomorrow up until that 11 o'clock checkout. Um, but you know, until then I'm going to take every opportunity to do my best of making the most out of this. And I feel really inspired right now. I feel really creative and I was doubtful that was going to happen. I was concerned, um, about other people and other circumstances and not my own. And that was the whole point of this trip. And I got away from that and I missed time on, you know, enjoying this trip because I was consumed in that. And that's a learning lesson for me. I definitely see myself doing this again. Maybe, maybe not in this location, but I definitely see myself doing this again. Um, maybe two or three months from now, just for the hell of it, because I think it's so valuable to sit down with yourself and let things be the way that they are, you know, in environments that you can't control or, you know, just getting real with yourself and doing the things that you want to do and defining yourself and understanding yourself and laughing to yourself and thinking to yourself about your life and all those sort of things. I think it's so valuable. It's so enlightening to just be in that place of all I have to worry about is me right now, you know, getting to that space. Um, it's proven to me to be so, I don't know. It's so new. It's so different. It's so challenging. It's so unknown, you know, and I'm, I'm still trying to get through it. I'm still in the midst of that, but I'm very proud that I'm here. I'm very happy that I'm here. I don't regret it in any way, shape or form. Um, I'm just rolling with the punches at this point, you know, to navigate, navigate this 
in the best of my abilities, really. But so far, so good. I've learned a lot, and I really wanted you guys to at least, you know, hear or understand what I'm learning through this process. Um, I hope it inspires you guys to, at some point, take a vacation. It doesn't have to be a two, two or three day experience, but something where you put yourself or you isolate yourself in a, in a place or environment that you do feel intrigued by or interested in or wanting to be a part of where you can, you know, get to learn yourself in a different light and have that just clarity that you need. I know it was very hard for me to get that at home because trust me, I tried. I tried, you know, decorating the place. I tried lighting my favorite candle. I tried all sorts of things, but I needed to remove myself in order to have this kind of experience. It definitely has struck a chord with me in ways that I know I wouldn't have been able to accomplish if I had been home. And I'm proud that I did it at a time where my mental health was my biggest priority. Um, I have to be honest with you. I didn't necessarily get the best support like I had anticipated, but I'm glad I didn't allow that to negate the, what I was feeling. If you're feeling like something's wrong, something's not right, and something needs to be done, I suggest you do it. It could be something like a medication. It could be something like seeking therapy. therapy. You know, I'm always a big fan of that. It could be something like, um, you know, taking time out of your day to dedicate to yourself, whatever it may be. Self-care is so important. It's not selfish. It's actually selfless. And it's really just saying to yourself, I see you, I hear you. And thank you for the body that I have. Thank you for the mind that I have. Thank you for everything you've been able to do for me to get me through this life. And I just want to dedicate a certain amount of time or energy towards you just so that way you can breathe life into yourself again. It's so important and it's so valuable and it's so worth it. It's so worth it. I'm, I'm telling you it's so worth it. At whatever stage, whatever place you are in life, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. It pays off in so many different ways you may not understand. Um, you know, it, there's sacrifice involved because again, I'm sacrificing a lot. I'm sacrificing time. I'm sacrificing money. Um, and in all hopes to return or, you know, have a return that's greater than what I could do for myself if I were home or if I was in an environment where I didn't want to be. And it's proving to work. I mean, I'm already feeling the effects. You know, there is this thing called a three-day effect where if you surround yourself with nature um, for that amount of time, your brain actually does reconfigure in certain ways and relaxing your stress levels sent to ease and the functionality of how you function and how your brain works starts to change. And, you know, it's something that, you know, you guys can read about. I actually listened to the audio book called The Three-Day Effect, and it was very enlightening. Um, it's a, It was a big trigger for me of just realizing how important nature is for me and how much I need to continue to keep that in my in my back pocket when it comes to life and configuring my life. And I'll tell you, it's made a huge difference in me just in this little short amount of time. Personally, I do feel like I wish I would have taken a couple more days maybe, but you know, everything happens for a reason. I'm not here to, you know, go off on the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Um, but I'm really happy that I did. And, you know, I'm looking forward to what the rest of the evening's going to look like and also tomorrow because it's not done yet. Um, but that's the end of this episode, guys. I thank you so very much for listening as always. 
I encourage you guys to be safe, stay safe, wear your mask, please keep your hands clean, um, keep your family clean, stay home if you can. And, you know, for those of you who are out there in the front lines dealing with these, this virus, thank you so very much for all your work. Um, for those affected by, you know, police brutality and racism, it breaks my heart because I, too, am a victim of dealing with, you know, just racism in general because of the color of my skin. I see you. I hear you. I feel for you. I support you. Um, I'm doing my best, um, at least my part of promoting, spreading the word, keeping Brianna Taylor's name in my, in my heart. Um, my prayers go out to Jennifer. It goes out to the black life matters group who are risking their lives as well to fight for what they believe is true. And I support you. Um, I don't usually get political in these, in these, um, but I think it's important to acknowledge where I stand in, in the matter. But other than that, I really, really appreciate, again, everyone listening. It definitely makes a difference for me. And I would love to hear from you guys more. You know, I've said this multiple times before, but if this episode means anything to you, please reach out to me on our my social media, Everything In Me podcast at Instagram, um, or email me directly, whatever works. Until my next episode.